Hello guys and welcome back to Author's Corner. We are still having some technical difficulties and we are still working through them. For now, we will be posting once a week until we resolve this issue and move forward. I hope you are all still with us and I will continue on with A Road to Nowhere and today's episode is Chapter 7. Chapter 7 When dawn broke out, they all looked tired and beat. They didn't want to wake up early that morning. They just wanted to sleep more. Some of them were just plain grumpy. Some were angry. David was already up before any of them tried waking them up. He tried pulling them off the blankets they were sleeping on. He ignored their cries when they mumbled aloud. Tracy woke up and took his hand in hers. He took her hand and kissed her cheek. They both smiled at each other. I'm going to go home for a bit, if that's okay, she told him. Sure, I'll, I'll wait for you. He smiled at her before she left. They were all peevish and were exhausted from last night. Billy woke up next from his good night's rest and wiped away all the drowsiness from his eyes. He walked into the kitchen where David was. So, where did Tracy go? He added with a wink. David pushed him against the wall when he did that. What? She just went home. She had to do something. So, uh, what do you think? David replied after a long moment of silence. Not bad. I think Josh passed out before we did, and there's a good chance if he doesn't wake up before Sean. They both laughed. What are you guys talking about? Sean stumbled in the kitchen and went to the refrigerator to look for something to eat. Mm, nothing, just talking about last night. That's pretty much it. They w watched Sean pop out a bottle and take a quick, long swig. Both David and Billy looked at each other. They just shook their heads at Sean. Sean took another drink. This time, he just let it all go. A little thirsty there, aren't you, Sean? David asked him. Sean dipped the last gulp in his mouth. Shut up! At least I have a reason why I'm drinking early this morning. He glared at the two full bottles on the shelf in front of them and walked off. What's his problem? Billy wondered aloud. David just shrugged. He didn't want him to know about anything that they talked about between the two of them. The day dragged by. Everyone else was up except for Josh, just as they all expected. Is he ever like this? Sean wondered. I have no idea. All I know is that he sleeps well and when he drinks. Half the time, I don't know what he does, and he sleeps like a baby. Billy sorted out for them. Huh. They ignored Josh and tried to find something else to do. Got bored for them, so they tried poking Josh for fun to get him to wake up. Whoever's doing that, I'm going to kill you. Josh mumbled in his sleep. They laughed at him and waited for him to wake up. They thought that he was awake, but he was nowhere being awake. Does he ever talk in his sleep? Sean asked. Mm, sometimes. The other times, I don't know what he does in his sleep. One time, I caught him sleepwalking. He was walking downstairs, and we had company, and they wouldn't leave. So he came walking downstairs, talking to himself. They all thought he was high on something. I laughed so hard. Billy was laughing. Wait, I have an idea. David smiled. They each took a side in a part of Josh and carried him downstairs. They went down one more staircase and one more door. 
There they threw him in the pool. They all had a good laugh. When he got out of the pool, he flaunted them with water. Hey, these are my favorite plaid pants, Sean cried, like I care. And that was not funny, Josh mumbled through sleep and drew out water from his ears. He left them standing there watching him and still laughing at him. When the hour came for their departure, they were glad that they were leaving. They were still a bit exhausted, but they managed through the rest of the morning. Their attitudes changed that morning to being anxious, which got them ready to leave. Thank God we're leaving. Just wish we were already there. Sean's voice exhausted everyone. Will you quit complaining? It's getting on my nerves. Josh drew a heavy sigh. You're getting on my nerves. You're all getting on our nerves. David, Tracy, and Billy shouted at them at the same time. They all laughed. They finally left Warrenton to get on the highway as fast as they can, but the traffic was moving slow. They thought that leaving early would get them on the highway quicker. Instead, they left later that morning, and the traffic was prolonged than ever. They waited about an hour and a half for the traffic to start moving. Even though the traffic was slow, there was no accident to cause such a delay. Cars were honking, others were shouting, and the roads got intense from the heat ignition caused a great big commotion. Josh leaped out of the car to see what was going on. Reaching the front, he saw four cars blocking the lane in deep, full conversation. They looked like as if they were there all night. One of the guys in the car turned to him. Yes, you got a problem, the guy answered. Actually, I do. Either you start moving while the light is still green or I call the cops and we can discuss what you ladies here have to say. Josh snapped open his cell phone and angered his voice even more. He moved back when they started their cars and left. One of the guys mumbled a curse under his breath, but Josh didn't ca- catch what it was he said. A couple of cars were able to go before the light had turned red. He jumped back into the car and smiled at himself. What was that all about? Billy wondered. Just some guys talking like they were on a primetime TV show or something, but they weren't cracking any jokes, trust me. Josh added with laughter. Sean and David joined in with him. The traffic eagerly dispersed into different directions. They were all sober for quite a while. Five minutes later, the stereo blared in the car. Other cars passed by and stared at them with looks on their faces. This music sounds so lame. What the hell is it anyway? Josh piped up. It's called Shut the Hell Up and Be Quiet by me. Billy laughed. Josh openly mocked his laughter. Oh, you're so funny. I know I am. Josh stared at him and shook his head. Why not play this kind? Sean brought in. He reached through the back to the front and put in a CD. The stereo was loud and upbeat with music. Now that's what I call music. Westlife music. Sean beamed. If you want another CD, I got more. How much do you have with you right now? Josh looked at him in bewilderment. Well, not thinking about it, I have, what, most of their albums? Sean turned in his seat to face him. Why, you got a problem with that? He snapped. Mm, No, not really. (laughs) Just because I packed more than a week of clothing and a lot of CDs, which mostly are all Westlife. Well, some aren't. Anyways, what does that even matter to you, Dumbo? Sean took in a deep breath after that. Never mind. My fault for asking. Yeah, you bet it was your fault for asking. 
There was a long heated conversation between Sean and Josh. Another heated discussion went towards Sarah and Heather about what they thought about the trip so far and what they were going to get when they get to Darwin. Billy sat there in the front, quietly driving with no one bothering him. He smiled to himself. He didn't really like anybody bothering him while he was driving. Billy managed a conversation with Tracy. What do you think so far of the trip? He asked. Mm, not bad. If it's worth driving all day and night in here when it's crammed with a bunch of us, then I think it's fun. Although my suggestion about going on a plane was much better, Tracy smiled. Billy smiled back. David, who sat beside Tracy, seemed quiet throughout the ride. He felt deserted even though the car was crammed with all of them. David scrunched himself in the corner. He felt Tracy's hands on his. He lifted his head and smiled at her. They both smiled at each other and stared into each other's eyes for a while. Looks like someone is getting a little cozy and comfy back there, Sarah replied with heat in her voice. I can't believe that you didn't tell us that you and David are together, Sarah demanded towards Tracy. She just ignored her and tried to think of something else. Everybody knows except for you. You're the only one that thinks that everything revolves around you when it revolves around more than one person. Sean answered, breaking the tension and the silence. Wow, and we all thought that you were dumb, Billy replied sarcastically. Who said I was dumb? Billy made a face at Sean. David and Tracy turned toward the window, and David wrapped his arm around her. You know what I was thinking a couple nights ago? David turned to her. What? Tracy smiled. I was thinking about your birthday and last night and how much fun I had. I was thinking the same thing, and I'm still thinking about it now. They smiled at each other, and David leaned in closer and kissed her. His lips lingered on hers for a while. I love you so much, you know that? He traced his fingers in her hair. Yes, I do, and I love you too. They both smiled and laughed. When was the last time you cut your hair? It's beautiful. He ran his hand through her silky brown hair. The last time you told me not to? When was that? A really long time ago? They both smiled at each other once again. The stereo that was on full blast was shut off. It was quiet between them for a while. Cars passed by with teenagers screaming and howling, glad that high school was out for them and they were able to go somewhere by themselves for a couple weeks or maybe a couple months before school started again for them. They finished high school a while back, and now they're going to university. Things went by fast for them. Billy zoned in and out of reality. His mind was in different worlds from his friends. He was too occupied with what he was thinking that he didn't realize a bottle had hit the back of his car and probably made a dent. He also didn't realize that there was a car beside them trying to keep the same pace with him. Nice car, the driver replied. Billy pretended he didn't hear him. He ignored him and went a bit faster. The other car sped up with his. What's wrong, Billy? Aren't you guilty of anything yet? He whooped out with laughter and his friends trailed along. Billy was getting frustrated and annoyed. He drove faster to get rid of the car. He knew exactly who that was. He just didn't want to get in another fight with him like he did back in middle school. Billy knew that he was bad luck and a bad seed. The car sped up with his and played around with him until he relented from Billy's attitude. Billy drove a lot faster and lost the other car in the midst. He finally slowed down when he saw a police car drive by. 
You'll be sorry, he shouted as he drove off and threw another bottle at his car. Billy swerved his car and the bottle missed. The other car just drove faster to get rid of Billy. He just knew that he wasn't going to get rid of his face and his head or his voice. The police car turned its siren on and went after the car. The car didn't stop until another police came. He finally pulled off onto the side of the road. Billy passed by and didn't slow down. He thought he saw him give him the finger, but he didn't seem to care at all. Soon enough, they were all tired. They were tired from the excitement that happened, and they were tired from the excitement that was going to happen next. Billy drove for a while until he found a motel in the middle of where they were going to get their first rest. They found themselves a room and quickly adjusted to it. Some of them got their own room because they couldn't handle much of anyone else when they complained. In less than ten minutes, they all fell asleep.